Hey kids, welcome to Come Rant with me, aka Rant, it does a body good, aka How Deep Is Your Rant? I am uh, Matt Gorman, the host of the show, and I'm here with my friend and producer and engineer, David Huey Heyman. Yeah, this is the podcast where we rant about shit that pisses us off in the world. Little things, you know, just little things that get under your skin. You gotta, they drive you crazy, and you gotta talk about them and share with other people and see that other people have the same experience as you. It makes you feel good, and uh, it's a good time, so why the hell not? So uh, today we got a pretty jam-packed show, so I want to get right into it. We have two guests today, uh, Mandy Mae Cheatham and Guggen Deep Singh. Mandy is a friend of mine. We've known each other for a while. We've worked together on several projects, and she recently produced a series of uh, music videos that are part of the show Late Night Snack on True TV in the United States. And uh, I had helped her develop that series a little bit when we were thinking about making it into like a narrative pilot. But we uh, we've worked together a lot. She's great, very good friend of mine, and we had a really fun conversation and she brought with her her friend Guggen Deep Singh. I saw him in Jeremy Lalonde's How to Plan an Orgy in a Small Town and he was very funny. So uh, when Mandy brought him in to hang out, I was like, yeah, join the conversation. Why not? So uh, we had fun. We talked about a, a variety of stuff. It was pretty great. So have a listen. Here it is. It. It. Tell us a little bit about yourselves in one sentence. Who are you? What do you do? Uh, my name is Guggen Deep Singh. I, I'm an actor. I write, I produce, uh, I basically just try to stay out of trouble, unless I need to make some money, in which case I gotta seek out trouble. Um, cool. very yeah. fair. I like trouble. Pretty much. Mandy, you're trouble. What's your story? I'm a raptress. That's raptress. rapper slash actress. Slash raptor. Oh, hardcore. We the Mandy. Hashtag. Slash raptor. Come on, own it. I Whoa. was about to say something and you interrupted me and it, it fucked up my flow. What? Go again. Start over. I'm a rapper slash actress more powerful than two Cleopatras. Thank you, Lauren Hill. <laughs> and she's also a raptor. Nice. I've seen the claws. Um, cool. So that was a little something. So now the, we, this is the segment of the show. We're going to do some questions and answers. It's kind of like word association. Basically, I stole the idea from Scene in Pulp Fiction, where the idea is you can like both of these two things, but you're always going to like one more than the other. So, uh, and whatever, whichever one you pick, will say a little bit about your personality. So, uh, like for example, smooth or crunchy? Crunchy. Smooth. Nice. I like the crunchy. I keep getting the crunchies. Um, growing pains or who's the boss? Growing pains. Who's the boss, yo? No. Nice. Who's the boss? Ao. Alan Thick, man, oh, and right. his singing Female career and empowerment, man. Hello. Yeah, I feel like Who's the Boss holds up better. I don't think Growing Pains really holds up. That's my opinion. It's not supposed to hold up. It's an artifact of its time. It did have young Leo, Leo DiCaprio. It That's did? They, really? They, they oh, right, he was the date. Yeah, in the last couple seasons. No, he was like their adopted son in the last two seasons. Oh, that's yeah. Shit. yeah. Wait, and not crazy episodes? Kirk Cameron, who was actually pretty great. I I, I would argue he was, more, he was more uh, uh, an awesome television son than... Uh, than Alex Keaton. Can we talk Silver Spoons for a minute? Silver Spoons, oh, nice throwback. I don't Thank know. I always classic. thought Ricky Schrader looked a little bit like like bait. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just have to say it, dude. You it know, it's just I was so young in that house, the train through the house. I know. Like, it's like Richie Rich. It's like it Richie Rich. Rich. I was gonna say that. Yeah, totally. so great. Yeah. Uh, Roseanne, old Becky or new Becky on Roseanne? Old. Old Becky. Nice. Right, that is correct. Correct answer. <laughs> um, um, although I do like new Becky. She was on Scrubs. She was good on Scrubs. But like Becky is Becky. The first Becky, Becky had better hair. Yeah. Oh, Becky with the good hair. Mm -hmm. There you go. Beatles or Stones? Stones. Stones. Everyone goes with the Stones. I love the Beatles. Because Stones are crazy. Better. 
Okay, listen, we need yeah. to talk about that for a second. Yeah. My son is named Lennon. Like, so I'm a big John Lennon fan, the uh, Beatles, oh, songwriting. I, I, didn't fig- I didn't figure you for it's a really just about, It's really together. about my childhood. I was raised on the Beatles. I was not raised on the Stones. Like, I knew the Stones, but Beatles were like what was played for me yeah. every, like, as a kid. The Beatles so are that, like, just different. Yeah. And the Stones, the Stones are, are more different. raw and like no, they're, sexy. They're just different from each other. Well, no, one I know, I can but you say, have to like one more than the other. That's the whole point of this. For the unlearned Stones fan, you can easily jump into to the wrong time period. Yeah. Okay? Because they had a way longer career. They are still a career there. You know, the Beatles were such a tight time period and they grew so much in that time period that each album sort of is definitive of something that's in an arc Mm -hmm. where the Rolling Stones are all over the place. And in the same way, like Jackson, they were tracing, uh, chasing trends. Right. Mm -hmm. They did fucking disco music. No, the Stones. Stones. I listened to this like Hamilton Coliseum thing from 1985, I think. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a terrible four Mm -hmm. album thing. The packaging's amazing, but like, it's the Stones with horns. See, and, I like, feel like too much. the Stones. You go back and listen to their like their fucking bangers, and it, they're still musically relevant to me. And I'm still discovering things when I'm listening to them. When I go back to the Beatles, I'm not saying that it's irrelevant or I'm not discovering things that it's not mastery because they they were masters of simplicity. Mm. However, George Martin would be that master. It's, though, it's very it nostalgic would. for me to listen to them. It's almost like. You know, it's it's like if you go if I go back and listen to ABBA, ABBA has no cultural significance to me because I wasn't around at the time that ABBA came out. Except yeah. you needed them to for for anything for the baseline of disco. Well, <laughs> it's also debatable. But <laughs> but when I listen Fighting to ABBA, words. it's like it's like fuck. It's just of a time that I can't relate to. And the Beatles, I think, sometimes walks that line because it's just been so overplayed and over. Um, I, I feel like so too. And like the cool early work? stuff, especially, is like super simple. But later on, a lot of like they blazed a trail from a musical perspective. Like they did things would, no one was doing when they did like White Album, Revolver. Like they started playing with like stereo sounds that no one had done before, and like just doing like crazy shit. Yeah. yeah, George Martin. But that's but I'm even not giving at the beginning, to like, I would say it, they are of a period. I should say a tighter uh, a tighter discography from that era, uh, and then they left us. Let's say just too soon. Mm-hmm. I do believe that they're songs are more open to interpretation They're, I believe their songwriting is better this is why this particular one or the other is tough I you think mean? yeah I, I, I happen to think uh, the lyricism and the way they structured stuff it, it offers an incredible platform for artists that came after them mm-hmm. whereas the Stones yeah. they're really the only real interpreters of their music right and um, and and it's very interesting like I always found it fascinating that that uh, sympathy for the devil getting mm-hmm. covered by different people just yeah. never could live up to the original, right? And and yeah, they are still performing. Maybe they're not necessarily performing it the same way, mm-hmm. but that collection of musicians that was in there, like Queen, yeah, uh, Queen with that say, incredible collection of musicians that was together, yeah. and how they really laid uh, put put a stamp down. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, if Queen had been around longer, I think we would be having this discussion between. Mm-hmm. I will uh, say everyone the should and Queen. listen to the Beatles. Ver- uh, the, sorry, Fish's cover version of the entire Exile on Main Street, featuring Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings, uh, backing them up live from Coachella on Halloween in like twenty maybe twelve. Let me Holy say, hell, I would pretty be fucking classic. I was fantastic. there, That's and it was great. great. This isn't your podcast. I'm saying, he's saying no. All right. It is his podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> all right. Uh, move My on. Office. Let's move on. Window or aisle? Aisle. Window. Nice. 
I like um, to sleep against the window. Yeah, I like looking out, like for landing and takeoff. I, I think flight is incredible. Me it too. blows my mind every time I do it when you take to the air like a bird. And mm. I like looking out and seeing the little houses disappear. Me too. Well, I'm fucking awesome. tall, and I like being able to stretch my leg out. Yeah, me yeah. too. That's that's where the that's the dilemma. That's why I should like to go with my fly with my wife. And, and let me get add, to switch. Fuck the economy plus. Off and then I fuck it right in the ear. I hate economy plus. This idea that oh, a few more inches. That, oh, those inches you can keep them. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna gun for that upgrade. Yeah. yeah. I know. My wife says every inch matters. <laughs> <laughs> Is I'm she sure encouraging you? Love her very you? Much. That... No, she's very very hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast. Come on, that's actually me... maybe the most Canadian one thing that's more been said inch. all. All right, best. Um, be, uh, this is a bit of an odd one. We'll see what you guys think. Um, <laughs> honey, it's 12 centimeters. <laughs> Next door neighbor, Boner, Skippy, or Urkel? Urkel. Ooh. Ooh. Am I in on this? You're looking yeah, at dude, me. Yeah, dude, you can be in. Oh, Boner. I go with Skippy. Boner. So I'm sorry, who are Boner and Skippy? Boner is Growing Pains, Kirk Cameron, Mike Seaver's best friend. Skippy is Family Ties. He was the next door neighbor that was in love with Mallory. Oh, Such a loser. Skippy. I know, right? Girl, you're going to go with Skippy right away. But I obviously. also like Urkel. Urkel was just catch the he was good in the first couple seasons and then he just turned into like catchphrase, typical sitcom catchphrase guy, mm-hmm. which I, I can't do. Boner had that. depth. Skippy was like so likable and everyone I don't know actually Again, you had, in. I'm, I'll, I'll throw a wrench into this I would say Wilson Wilson home improvement man yeah I, if, you know I you're never a home improvement guy that's dude, Wilson that's a, Wilson was fantastic yeah. he was you know yeah. he blazed trail <laughs> you're Archie who do you fuck Betty or Veronica both first who do you fuck first both both <laughs> Right there, right Same there. Same answer every time. Fuck, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> waffles or pancakes? Waffles. No. No, pancakes. Pancakes. I was in a mood for, for, for I don't know. waffles I earlier, can't but pancakes. Deal. You gotta. It's a perennial. It one. depends on the restaurant. Well, are just they, pick one. In how general. thick are the waffles? Are they massively thick? How big are the pancakes? Are they light and fluffy? Are they just buttermilk? Do they general, fucking only you give you one option? If you about anything and you walk in somewhere and the two options for breakfast no. are waffles or pancakes. No, no, no. You know what? I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. If uh, Of all the griddle breads... <laughs> Yeah, the French toast, the 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 pancakes, or the waffles. Right, the, the best, the 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 pinnacle bri- uh, um, griddle bread I've ever had mm. was a nine grain pancake at Ache on Abbot Kinney, and it blew my fucking mind. That's I know best. that's a shout out, but uh, uh, Ache's cool. closed now, notes. and it's like oh, it was okay. anybody who knows it was like, oh my god, that's why you showed up there. Hmm. You had to have a half order and share that among three people. It was How so was a nine fucking grain pancake? We should run commercials for closed companies. Yeah, dude, I had a pancake in Hawaii at this place called the Gazebo on Maui. Like looking out over the ocean, that was like one of the best pancakes ever. But it's probably just the, the ocean. Yeah, the whale. There was a. Does anyone know what a French whales. toast bake is? No. Baked French toast. Yeah, I've had that. I think. I, like a, a full pan of egg like bread edible. with cinnamon on top. Oh yeah. My mother made it for Hanukkah this year because mm-hmm. she we don't follow tradition. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me like I was yeah, crazy tree, that I'd never eaten one before. In your Fred, house. you're what? the worst Jew ever. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Or am I the best next level Jew ever? (laughs) Best next level Jew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coupon or coupon? Neither. What do you mean? Which word do you use? Coupon or you never use coupons? No, I don't. You're just rolling in chatter. You don't need a coupon. We don't want to go back there. (laughs) All right, moving on. Touchy Uh, subject. (laughs) Google Maps or Waze? Google Google Maps. Maps. Okay, we're back on track. There you go. 
Oh, I'm a ways guy. Me too, sure, dude. man. I tag people. I, I lo- oh, I don't. Yeah, do except that. when they make you go to a spot where you can't fucking make a left turn, you're gonna sit there for three hours. Like, I love ways. Ways no. takes me through like weird little residential yeah. neighborhoods, so I can I stay, stay on like the right side seconds. of the track. It doesn't Sandy. work in L.A. All right, uh, executive decision. Fucking Thomas Maps. What, what is that? that? Like Where the book? The yeah, old book? Fuck the red yeah. I learned how to Triptics. read a map. I know how to Thomas. use it. What's Thomas? I thought it was Pearly's guide. Pearly's, yeah. Thomas was Pearlies, like cheap yeah. man, like poor man's Pearly's, I think. Oh, fight words. <laughs> All good, man. I can read a goddamn map. That's what it comes down to. That's it, it, true. And, and that's a skill but everyone should have. It doesn't have traffic. It doesn't have traffic. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. That, here, next one I wanted to put in here manual or automatic transmission? Manual. Well, I mean, none of us are going to be driving in two years. It doesn't matter. Good point. Mandy, manual, you got a preference? Manual if I could get out of first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm good after that. Yeah. Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. <sighs> Tupac. Huey? Oh, I'm a Biggie guy. 100%. Yeah. Cool. I love me some Biggie, but. You must man. only listen to beats. Well, the other guy's an actor. Oh, I'm Ouch. joking. I oh, love no, Childish no, Gambino. I'm like embracing that. Childish Gambino. Well, if, you, if my argument for Tupac is that oh. he's a fucking actor, well, he that's the worst argument. Ouch. I just like Biggie's flow. Hello. I just like Biggie's flow. Have no, you seen I, really Locked I got Tupac love. and Tim Dude. Roth? That's a great fucking movie, actually. Dude, Poetic Justice. Poetic he's Justice, an amazing yeah. actor. But gridlocked with him and Tim Roth. Did you see MC? that? But you're allowed to like. I I never understand. To me, the, sonically, they're two different flows. I definitely sounds like a fat California. guy. I had to, and I had it definitely to be a sounds like guy. a skinny little thick guy from like the. That's how I stuff. can tell the size of men's dicks by the way they rap. There you go. <laughs> are they a two pack or a biggie? <laughs> what are they packing? <laughs> well, they just have different dicks. That's all. Um, when you're it's an imitation m- of a small dick rapper and a big dick Eminem rapper and Jay Z, really? Yeah, that's just a race. Notice you didn't no, specify which is which. Thank you. And it's not a I race. And who's got the biggest dick who's flow? Pouncing, who's, who's got the biggest dick flow out there? That sounds like a medical question. But who's like who's, who's got who's, the biggest? Who's swinging? Who when Lil you Wayne. hear it, you're like, Lil whoa, Wayne. he's swinging. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't have to fucking make sense. <laughs> Uh, I got a big dick. Rihanna, Fuck actually, all y'all. If we're gonna go by that metric. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you make when when you can make millions with dur 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 dur, you you gotta have a huge. Rihanna has cock. a huge fucking cock. <laughs> yeah. Um, the little Canadian TV throwback: beachcombers or the littlest hobo? Beachcombers. Nice. Be- really? I'm down with little yeah, littlest hobo, hobo guy. Yeah, me too. Beachcombers yeah. had a thing at an appeal. Maybe to tomorrow. I like to eat mushrooms and put electronic music over Lilith's Hobo. And just Do you like Rural Alberta Advantage? They cover that when they play sometimes. And Beachcombers it's awesome, was yeah. funnier. Um, you're eating chicken wings. Wingies or drummies? Oh, shit. Drummies. You know what? I need both. You need to pick one. You no, gotta prefer one over the I other. Don't you can't like them like both equally. To pick Look, hey, 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 um, order the wingies. I'll share mine with you. <laughs> I'm a drummies man personally. Uh, I'm a you drum can't guy. Pick one. This you, is you so like important. Listen, I used to, guys. I used to be a drum person, but then uh, I discovered that I could stick my tongue in between the bones on the wings. Yeah, oh. it's a, it's a thing. Mm. I dig it's it. It's like an animal. Interesting. Instinct. Interesting. Like, mm. So you don't use. 
I'm sorry to go off on a tangent, no. but you don't just use the, the wing as a flavor catcher, which I do most. No, we're not getting into okay, flavor I'm catchers. Okay, I'm just saying. You're going to have to explain what flavor catchers are, <laughs> and it's a whole thing, and we're not doing it. No, it's it's easy, it is easier rant. to sop up the uh, sop up the juice with a wing. Or, yeah, then I'm just saying, you're going between the wing to get more meat and chicken flavor, where I like I'm the feeling more of, the of on the wing on to the party of the dip. <laughs> That's my trip. <laughs> We could talk about it at a later time. <coughs> yeah, another time. Let's skip that one. Okay. Um, the beach or the pool? The beach, and beach. I don't go in the water in either. You don't swim? Not you really. don't want to cool off? You're lying in the sun? Not really, no. You're I'm just, always cold. Just I bake? just don't get hot. You don't get hot in like the Caribbean? I so prefer the beach, beach really. but I'll get in the pool. Yeah. I'm yeah. under an umbrella because the sun can't touch my skin or I die. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we can see your skeleton right now. <laughs> Why do we have to fucking eat so much? Are you, do you like Soylent? Have you tried that like shake that you can Oh eat? yeah, everyone at Abso was was eating that. Ooh, everyone Drinking. on like LA production world's eating this like <laughs> what, Soylent? The green That's drink? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. The green drink that everyone gets? Yeah. Delivered yeah. to set? That gross green drink in a jar that all the hipsters are yeah. drinking? Yeah. I, I have never even people. tried it. Maybe I, it's delicious. I really do hope I'm it no is one people. to judge. If it is people, if everything that people think about Hollywood will be true. <laughs> Yeah, they say that you know they'll eat you alive. You know uh, uh, that that I mean it's wonderful. Huh. Um, my All issue is uh, Uber. You brought up Uber. Yeah, Uber. I cannot stand Uber. Why? Now, uh, gig economy here and there, sure. Um, I just they're they're I don't know. The What's thing, gig economy? The gig economy. The idea that you can just like everything is service. Oh, okay. You know how like you know you can just summer summon food, summon yeah. a ride, summon anything. Yeah. But uh, super over competitive, mm. and um, I, from what I understand, their politics are so anti-feminist and uh, uh, like what? this guy this guy Travis Kalanick the, the CEO yeah. just a like from everything I've read, yeah. the interview just completely turns me off. Yeah. Um, apparently, he he will take a, a fare now and then. Mm. And when you try to review him, he automatically gets five stars. Ooh, yeah. I was in this Uber in yeah. LA and mm. it was amazing. This guy had a book in the back seat, mm. And in the book, you could just write messages to other people who came in the back of the Uber. That's a good idea. And he was like making a book out of it. Hmm. So he's and and hmm. so it was I was in the day after the election and I just wrote this like heartfelt thing about. Fucking fucking fuckery. Well, yeah, let's not get into that. Uh, we won't get into that. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> I there. Feel, I like the Uber drivers that like put in that extra effort that actually have the water or that actually ask you what music you want to listen to. Like for me, Uber, it's just the convenience of not having to have my wallet, I don't not having them... to pay a guy and give yeah. him a tip and whatever. It's like when I get home, I jump out of my car and then I'm there. So I don't um, want them to talk to me. Yeah. I want them to stop asking me where I'm going yeah. and where I came from because it's not appropriate and it's none of your business. I just would like there to be uh, a more consistent uh, competitor. Because yeah. to me, I think that would make it better. What about Lyft? Totally. In the States, they Lyft, have Lyft. Only, only really in the States and a few oh, other places. No. We don't have it. We had Halo at one point. Mm. But uh, yeah, the the thing is that they consist. And also, they've pushed Lyft out of so many places because there was this whole thing involving their street teams and just giving them a bunch of phones. And you would dial up the thing and kill the order. And they'd be tying up the Lyft drivers. In the what? meantime, the Uber people were available. <gasps> they they proved really? that they did that. Yeah. And, uh, Uber did that? Yeah. That's super anti-competitive, and that's my issue with it. I'm like, you know Shit, what? Man. If you if you truly have the best product, if you truly can deliver that way, fine. Bring it on. Bring on the competition. Prove you're the best. Yeah. Fight for that dollar. And if you're going to be underhanded about it, fuck you. You know. Uh, um. Let let the best person win. Let the best thing win. Yeah. I I I, I don't know. That's. 
don't know if that's so much of a rant, but it's like, I think it's willing to take a stand against stuff. Mm. You know? Yeah. The thing with the CEO, and I've heard things about his politics, the problem like is I don't know the politics of most of the companies sure. that I buy shit from. So like, I know the world we live in, like you can research every single thing you're going to buy and only buy from like people that agree with your shit. And obviously you hear about big companies like that are like anti-gay or, or whatever. And then you like stay away from them when it makes press like that chicken Chick-fil-A, sure. you know, when that happened. But like for the most part, I just don't invest that much time in those kind of things. So unless there's something blatant, maybe that's my own fault and I should do more of it. The Uber thing is like, I get it. The guy's a dick and he hates women. And I know that some women have problems with Uber where they get like harassed by the drivers and stuff with obviously I don't. I, I think it happens to me probably 30% of the time I'm in Uber. Oh, is it yeah, Chariot yeah. or something? There's another there's app with it's all, all female drivers? Drivers and only female passengers. Only female passengers, only female drivers to yeah. make sure you get home. I think that's Chariot, yeah, right? I forgot it's called. Yeah, but now yeah. No, men are complaining States, about it. Men, now men, it's it's almost all men who are saying that that's unfair. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, I, the principle of a safe space. Be like, yeah. okay, well, it should be a safe space for everyone. Yeah. And then people who are specifically being excluded because they are perceived as being making it go, unsafe. I want to go back and talk about the Salvation Army because everyone says don't shop at the Salvation Army because they're anti-gay. But then the Salvation Army that I shop at, the man who works the door... He touched me too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is mm. is um, definitely gay. So I'm still shopping there. I think they also, the bigger thing is they take their money, as an organization, it's not about the individuals that work in individual stores, but like their money, when people donate money to them at Christmas time, that money goes into promoting or helping like anti-gay legislation or like lobbying groups, you know, yeah, that's yeah. like the, the, really, yeah, that's yeah. my understanding Fuck. of what people have against them. The sad thing was in New York, like not only New York, but basically when they were saying, uh, if they're being forced to comply with, uh, like basically equity or equality, uh, legislation where you have to treat everyone equally. If you're a nonprofit, you can't have such policies mm-hmm. yeah. then saying that, Oh, you know, then we'll just close all our soup kitchens and they're doing this around the holidays. And that's right. just, you know, that's just poor karma. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, and there is, again, there isn't really anyone else who's who has is filling that gap within society right so i mean again that's like that that's free market there ought to be other yeah, well, groups like but now how many churches are are anti-gay and they're also the ones with the soup kitchens you know mm-hmm. cool well Style you got box. anything else mandy any other rants i feel like you got more ranting in you gotta get your rage i up. mean i got rage yeah what do you got rage about today yeah Specific people mostly. Oh, yeah, no, we don't want to get <laughs> into personal attacks. Can you talk generalize about types. it? Yeah, can talk you about generalize the people. thing about the people that yes. is giving you issues? Narcissism. Narcissism? Also what is up with games. that narcissism thing? Is this a new thing? Is it like okay, it's been it's been it's become socially acceptable to be a narcissist to the point where okay, I remember going through all this self help stuff mm-hmm. in the nineties and it was like Stop doing everything for everyone else. Start taking care of you first. Yeah. Put the gas mask on yourself first. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be, and then you can help others. But it stopped there somehow. And mm-hmm. now it seems to be like... Look at my gas mask. Look at my gas mask. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> look at how well I breathe. It's like when I say I made this movie or I wrote this movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the person's like... Oh, am I in it? Hmm. Wait, I do that all the time to everyone. <laughs> like, so I can't, I can't bitch about this. Yeah, like, you can. But I'm like half joking. I'm like, oh, am I in it? Yeah. You know, like as a joke. But, right. but there are people that I know 
who are like actually okay well i got this great opportunity it's not actually something that i wrote okay that's a different situation it's not something i wrote um i had this opportunity to be in this movie and then the person's like oh can you get me in it too? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Not am I in worst. it as a joke. Not can you get me in it too? Not like, oh, I'm so happy for you. That's yeah. great. What is yes. it? And and to to further that, mm-hmm. because I've been putting it out there mm-hmm. um, for various reasons to the community to say, hey guys, I just did this thing and I want to give that information to you so that it can help you in your career. Yeah. I'm getting people private messaging me, which I asked for and, mm-hmm. and put it out there who are saying, um, who are very heavy on the expectation load in mm-hmm. terms of how much of my time they're asking for mm-hmm. and how um, aggressive they're being about what they deserve to get from me. Right. So it's like, well, they don't know what questions to ask, yeah. first of all. They're saying like, okay, how did you, they're not saying how did you get the show made. They're like, I have this thing. I have a web series mm-hmm. that I want to make mm-hmm. and I want to sell it. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But can you fucking make a question that's like specific? Right. Have you done any work at all? Mm-hmm. To Just look- give me all the answers, please. Yeah. You have the answers. Yeah. Clearly. What they really want is to be discovered. And this is the thing that pisses me off the most in the industry is you're never going to get discovered. The idea that you can go and sit in a soda shop as an actress or fucking sit in Starbucks and write a script and someone's going to walk up to you and discover you is not a true story. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, you can't even write a television show, bust your ass for three years, get it on a fucking network in Mm -hmm. the States, work with someone amazing like absolutely Mm -hmm. and be discovered. Right. I'm still busting my ass mm-hmm. trying to like share the video on fucking Facebook. Yeah. I spent 300 hours easily over mm-hmm. the last three months mm-hmm. promoting this show. Right. This time, but I mean, for someone that's known you, you've been developing this for the longest time, making it your own, making yeah. it mistakes. And you developing know? it yeah. in and different ways as a web series, exactly. is it a feature, is it a TV series, like, and trying to explore all the different ways to like make it, to sell it, and to make see it, it come something out. that someone wants to invest in. Like, yeah. I was involved in some of that process. Like, yeah, I know how long you've been working on it. And yeah, I, I totally get it too. People People are like, oh, now that you have this thing on TV, like, oh, you must be rich. And not that they would say that out loud, but in their head, they're like, oh, she made it. Yeah. And like, I know from your perspective, it's like, you haven't made shit. You made these six videos and that's great. And hopefully yeah. that will give you a step up to the next thing. But it's not like that's it. You're not fucking. I still have to take that link and yeah. send it to someone else who could potentially get me another job. Right. It's They're not going to just find it. Yeah. They're, you're never going to get discovered. Like yeah. you have to let go of that idea. I yeah. want to. I do want to bring up this material that uh, Mandy's just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mother. Yeah. Fucking incredible. It's know, great. Right? Fucking incredible. stuff. I know. Uh, uh, the sense. character Mandy Mayhem. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the 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 um the the origin story all around that. You, yeah. Everyone's eventually going to hear and get to see. Mm-hmm. Um, fingers crossed. High in the air. Uh, yeah. In its original intended version. Yeah. But first, I want to point that out. But yeah, the the fact is that we have to put in all of that work. And then be like, okay, drop it all. It's a, as if we're starting from day one the next fucking week, mm-hmm. right? And 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 building, climbing yet another mountain. You think you've gotten to the top and then you realize, oh, fuck, that was the first in a mountain range. Two years of pitching, mm-hmm. a five-day shoot. Yep. And then what, what month is this? December? Yep. January. 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 So September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. I'm going to be doing post- 
uh, like promo for eight months. Mm. And getting paid like a queen, right? No. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's the other People thing. People don't right. understand that the process when you're going through pro- producing something, yeah. you're usually not getting paid. No. Yeah. I, and, it and, cost me $17,000 exactly. just to get that deal. Yeah. In like legal fees, travel For expenses, sure. money yeah. I had to borrow, like $17,000 yeah. just to get great the deal. discounts, I'm sure. You know? No. Narcissism Mandy's talking about, I've had many times in my career, which is like, I'm by no means particularly successful but people look at my imdb and they see 70 credits and they're like whoa can i and i get the thing of like my kid wants to get into film can they talk can you have coffee with them or have lunch with them and it's like what you're talking about they have no they're basically tell me what i should do tell me what like what should i do to make movies and it's like that's what you want to fucking ask me like you don't have specific you haven't done any research you don't have any like if you ask me a specific question of like how do i get into this specific department or like you know yeah. like but they just want to sit down and be like so tell me about what you do and what should i do and i'm yeah. like i don't or how fucking, do you i don't want to sit here for six hours yeah. look man I'm yeah, like, how, how make, can you help me right right yeah, which but is like, whereas whereas then like if, if you're gonna sit down with a kid and ask that question yeah. you're like okay sure what do you like right has no one ever really asked you right are your parents yeah, but whose responsibility being, is that like that's the thing with these yeah. people who are messaging me it's like i have one person who continuously over and over just keeps trying to get me to do a face-to-face meeting. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm producing another show. Yeah. I'm leaving in I'm three weeks. Busy. I don't have time. I can't even see my friends or my family right yeah. now. I'm not fucking meeting you yeah. and stop sending me messages. Like it's yeah. infuriating. And for what me. purpose? Like, and why are you like... so entitled that you yeah. think that you just, I don't even know you. Yeah. Stop mm. asking me to meet you. Yeah. yeah. You should Google people before you mm. ever. I think it's partly about just knowing when to ask the right question. Like I've taught a bunch of courses to like at risk, youths like young people that are getting into film that just want a general sense of like production or like what it's like to work in film mm-hmm. and one like couple of the things I tell them is like ask as many questions when you're if you get on a set ask questions like feel free to ask questions people want to talk about what they do and they want to help you but you have to know when to ask the questions I've had PAs on set that walk up to the fucking monitor a PA right at a film school <laughs> and say and start oh shouldn't the camera be lower oh. and we're like there's fucking eight people. There's a director and an AD and a DP and a script supervisor and the actors that are all involved in this process. And like, that's not, you can ask me that question separately later at lunch when I have some downtime and I'll tell you why that decision was made. But it's like knowing when it's appropriate. And yeah, it is this entitlement of like, they get taught in school. Everyone can make movies. And there's a technology now that like everyone can make movies. You can right. make good looking movies on your cell phone. Good or, looking movies. Yeah, good looking movies. Yeah. And so that people get taught this idea of like everyone can make movies and and go be a director that's what they teach and well asking you hear questions. that all over you want to be direct go be a director where my mindset when i teach people is go be on set and see what everyone does and mm. learn from other Observe, people's mistakes have experience and then like i had no confidence to direct for years and years because i was like still in this mode of like i'm an ad and i'm learning from other people and i and it was great experience to get me wrong but eventually i got thrust into like you're directing this thing and i was like hey shit i know how to direct now like i've i've learned i've gotten to that place but i wasn't i didn't have the confidence to like know i was there but you were acquiring taste thr- you were acquiring your own sense of taste what yeah, it is exactly. that worked for you and how you would conceive of something. Yeah, and there's uh, some geniuses out there that do come right out of school right. and they're like fucking P.T. Anderson and they have a just an eye and they know exactly like who they PT are. Anderson. And what? what? 
Like P.T. Anderson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. P.T. Anderson, like people like that are like, there's some young filmmakers that come right out and right from their first film, you know who they are and you can see it. But once but you've observed, people, once you've observed and yeah. then you, once you've asked your questions yeah. and then you've also learned, okay, it's okay to say no, yeah. but you gotta, but you gotta be judicious yeah. and then really learn that this place works as a finely tuned machine yeah. when it's, when it's working properly. Right. That's the point at which, yeah, okay, having a sense of decorum, don't get anybody way, in anybody's way. Yeah. And then you're in this safe space where you're like, okay, if I'm allowed to be here, it's an opportunity. Right. Not looking at it as an opportunity versus an entitlement. Like yeah. you said, Mandy. Yeah. That entitlement thing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, or that everyone is a special snowflake. Yeah. I wasn't raised that way. No, I mean, you But, but, but the, you know, and, and. It is the millennial. People put it on millennials. Well, no, no, I don't want to do like that. all millennials. Because I know 50, 60 year old people who are yeah. that way. Oh, for sure. But uh, uh, um, by not, not allowing yourself to get away cheaply. Yeah. It's cheap. Yeah. And 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 you're only going to prosper if you're willing to put in the work. There's right. a difference between asking someone for help and expecting them to fucking do it for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what I'm frustrated with. Nice. Good. That's what you rant about. Yeah. And Good I got to go. I All right. Go yeah. Play. We got to wrap it yeah. up. Let's uh got what do you want to plug? Gug, um Guggen. Got anything to plug? Um well, yeah, I'm just uh, um, uh, right now. I've, I was very excited about uh, a project I got to be a part of uh, that is still probably going to still come to a couple more festivals. Mm. It's a film called The Journey Is the Destination. Cool. It's about the life and work of a man named Daniel Eldon, this incredible journalist and artist. Hmm. Um, we're really hoping that'll show up at a couple more festivals. It's an incredible story, nice. directed by uh, Bronwyn Hughes hmm. uh, and uh, um, produced by Martin Cates. And we had a great time making it in South Africa. And I, I was surrounded by an incredible ensemble. And hopefully, more people will get to see this film. Cool. Very cool. Mandy, what do you got? When's Plug this it. coming out? That's, that's like a couple weeks. Couple weeks? Yeah, this month. You got Mother. So I got Mother on True TV, which mm-hmm. is uh, t- 11.30 Eastern and Pacific um, and 10.30 Central. And, and the I episodes got, are on YouTube also. They're also mm-hmm. on YouTube mm-hmm. and the Facebook. Mm-hmm. I've got Rapping with Actors, Mandy Mayhem's Rapping with Actors, which we are shooting next weekend, which will be on Bell 5 exclusively for a month in March, um, which is an interview show. I've got Emma, which is a short film that I did that was at TIFF, which has been chosen as one of TIFF's top 10. Right. And it's Matt playing Martin at the Lightbox. Edrelin directed. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's playing at the Lightbox starting on the 14th of January. Um, and then I just got nominated for a Best Actress Award for a film called Father nice. um, hey, at congrats. a film festival in London. Awesome. Yeah. And I think that's the end of January. That'll what about be your CD? Your uh, new Oh, shit. EP. And my EP is dropping January oh, 17th. Nice. Mother. Where's that? It's Rock. on iTunes right now. It's iTunes. available for pre-sale, and it's also on, on Bandcamp. Buy it on Bandcamp because I make more money. Bandcamp, cool. I'll put links to all the stuff in the show notes. So. Thank cool. you. Awesome. Thank you guys for coming in so much. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Thanks. Yeah, good awesome. fun. If you own your music, we can use it as an ever. I do own my music. You can use it as an ever. Motherfucker. Yeah. Well, that'd be great. Wait a minute, he's hitting on these women while I'm in the corner sipping. Say what? That's a podcast. Thanks for listening. What you're listening to, actually, under me right now, is Take My Man, Please by Mandy Machidum. Mother. Just type it in. You'll find that shit. M U T H A. It's easy. Get that shit. You'll fucking love it. As always, you can find us at comerantpodcast at gmail.com or comerantpodcast on any of that stupid social media. Hit us, talk to us, tell us what you like, what you don't. There's going to be more. Be ready for it. Tune in next week. I'm going to let this track play out. Enjoy this shit. Find it. Bandcamp anywhere. Mother. Support local talent. Never stop. This has been an SG Audio Production.
on these women while I'm in the corner sipping. Say what? It's all good. I know he only got a second look because he wearing that one suit. He don't look fat and smells like money and he pays his taxes. Don't be sorry. Take him if you got it, but I probably wouldn't bother. Should have listened to my mama. She was like, he won't satisfy you. Said I played it safe. Dumped the men I used to do. My boys, I like them crazy thick. Please save me, buddy. Got a baby dick. Plus he's lazy. Hasn't fucked me right since the ball dropped way back in 99. And I'm finally fine with going out on my own now. Tricks up my skirt. this bitch gon' throw down. Too much stress in the day Even said that I would fuck him dressed up like a maid If he'd only put his motherfucking dishes away I'm getting sick of it, you listening, please take him away Okay Shake it all